Who here considers themselves a leader? A leader. I knew that to maintain my integrity as a leader, characteristics of leaders, I had to take responsibility. Who are thriving and what they do differently. Welcome to the Everyday School Leadership Supported Podcast Series. My name is Fran Palukai, and in this series, I speak with school leaders from across Europe about a variety of topics based on research cards developed by Loes van Wessen, Rineke Pruis, and others. These research cards function as practical tools that you can use to tackle everyday challenges within your organization. Welcome, everyone, to this podcast episode in which we are going to talk about inclusivity. I am joined today by Stick and Vasily. Vasily, yes. And uh, Vasily, I believe you have an opening for us, so maybe you want to share what you brought today. Yes, thank you, Fran. So, there are two basic questions regarding the education of uh, people with uh, disabilities to our schools. The first concerns the content of the programs, the curriculum, and whether they meet their needs. And the second concerns the level of readiness of teachers to implement these programs effectively. Regarding the first issue, the recording of the parents' point of view is of utmost importance. Teachers should listen to the voices of both parents and children regarding the content of the programs as well as the way they are implemented. Working especially with parents with enable them to understand the way the teacher thinks and acts. At the same time, the teachers will recognize the way the parents think, their beliefs and attitudes on educational matters. The characteristics of this cooperation are consistency, honesty and respect. It must be carried out in scheduled meetings that will give a dynamic dimension. In this context, I believe that it makes sense to mention the teacher's action plans. These are two paragraphs for the for this podcast in mm-hmm. order to to start out. What is the first thought that arises for you uh, when you think about I think about you, this? you are raising good reflection points regarding inclusion. Uh, and it's uh, the chain from the the child, the student, and the parents into the school and the school's resources, uh, both the prepared one and the ability to actually act on issues that rise through the education, so that the teachers actually have have a support uh, also in the staff to help them uh, look into what is actually the the needs for the, these children who have special needs and trying to keep this education inside the classroom. Because I think that inclusion is actually that you feel that we are a part of the same group and then you should have your own path and you have your path and then you feel like we are actually in a group and we have seen too much of uh, especially children who have been put out of the class, and I think that's the the wrong way. And as you as you spoken about, uh, we have to ke- try to get a line uh, that you feel as a child. If you need some more in uh, 
speaking or writing, you, you feel that you're actually a special child in, in a good way, not a special child in, in, in the way that you feel that you are forced out of the classroom. I wonder, uh, here in the Netherlands, we have a big shortage of teachers and classrooms are very big. And I think if a child has special needs, it takes more time and energy from a teacher to uh, provide that. It's more like tailored to a specific uh, child. So do you have any ideas how you can facilitate a teacher to better include all these children, even in an environment where they might not really have a lot of time or energy to do things outside of their regular work? Same situations we have in Greece. A big uh, classroom, big classes, uh, and uh, in this uh, big number we have pupils with special education needs. So the teacher has to make uh, to give a lot of effort in order to 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 cover these needs. In your question now, uh, Fran, there's no a specific formula in order to to cover these needs. This is the the reason that uh, uh, I I proposed the first two paragraphs, the the action uh, plans from the teachers. The teachers will see the the problem, they recognize it. They talk with uh, the, their colleagues in the school and they schedule some actions to cover this. This is the philosophy of the action plans, which uh, gives uh, to the teachers the responsibility to speak for for their everyday practice. This uh, way will give uh, the respect from the parents to their to the teachers also, because they will see that the the teacher of their of their children are trying to bring something new and to cover the problem of the problems they 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 see in the in the classroom and i think that's uh, to follow up on your reflection around uh, the dutch lack of resources i think we we see the same in norway uh, and the the big issue is actually that the municipalities because our organization is that the municipality is actually providing the resources to the school and they are under a lot of tasks and we see that the schools are actually losing resources and that goes not first out of the teacher at first but at the support team around the teachers which could be youth workers and so on because in some situations what you actually need in a classroom is not necessarily a teacher but you need somebody else with another education to support the teacher so that the teacher can teach and the other social worker or so can help the teacher to to provide the, the, the learning environment. And these resources we see a lack on. And we also see that we have teachers, lack on teachers with uh, the possibility to to actually serve all these difficult tasks within a class. Because if you have a class of 25 to 30 students, Pupils, you will have a lot of pupils who will like to, so who will be needing a, a schedule, a plan, as you talk about, that are individual, and uh, some need more resources, others just need guidance, 
And in that respect, uh, we will actually see further on uh, lack of resources. And, and um, how do you handle that? How do you do? You have any solutions? Anything you've I, tried? I, I think that uh, trying to uh, get the municipalities to understand that the school today actually needs a strong supportive community as well. That starts there. That they actually can give direct resources to the school when needed. When the teacher has done their assessment and they have talked uh, with through the the uh, the needs for the ch the child, they can actually. Uh, talk to the community to get resources to solve, help them. But we, what we see is actually that this is a guidelines from the government, but is actually to be filled with content. <laughs> so it's made a decision that it should be, and now we are actually trying to tell them that you can't just decide to make a new line. You also need to put some resources into it. Yes. Because if not, we are still at the same problems that the teachers has too much to handle and then the school leaders had too little resources to provide to support them yeah and then you get the difficulties and you feel like i think many of us feel that you are stretched <laughs> very stretched yes yes i can imagine mm. maybe From, uh, uh, yes I, I, I would like to add to what tim states with a, a paradigm in my country, there are a lot of islands. Every island is different from the other. Mm. This is the picture we have from children with special education needs. Every, children, every child is different, has different needs from the, the other. So we can't speak, we can't talk on specific actions in, uh, in order to cover their problems. I believe that the teachers in every school have the answers in their problems. What we need is to believe and every teacher, everyone to the, to the others and to feel safe to speak and to share the, his or her thoughts for the way they can cover, we can cover the problems in in our teaching practice. Mm. And and how is that for children? Because I could imagine maybe if you have a classroom with children, they also might not include all the other children that have different needs. Do you have any ideas for teachers how they can uh, enable that or maybe create the right environment also in the classroom that the children include each other? Uh, we live in... Um, the characteristics of today is quite uh, difficult f for this to bring children, the children to respect one another. What we see is that uh, the, the children follow an everyday program. They have a, a lot of actions in the school and after the school that actions makes difficult for them to see something else which is away from their target. In Greece, the children after the school, they have to, to, to learn one or two foreign languages, English, German or uh, French, and make gymnastics or 
sports, in a team, or music. All these actions make a very heavy program, everyday program, from the morning till night. So the, the children who follow these rules are dedicated to their target and they don't think from, for, for someone else. So the present uh, in uh, their classroom is only for what the teacher show to them or talks with uh, his classroom or her classroom. So I believe that the problem is quite complicated, yeah. huh? not to, to cover it. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I understand what you mean. And I think that uh, we have recently for, for in 1920-20 established a new, new values for, for the Norwegian schools uh, and a new curriculum. And we see that we actually, in this curriculum, we need to talk about the social learning for, for, for the children and the teachers and the schools are actually very important trying to establish that this arena for self-development within the frame of the, of the curriculum. And I think that is one key issue to get uh, students to see that the, the, the learning of the topics is we actually first have to have this social ar arena that we can accept each other then we'll also uh, easier start to, to work with the, the topics and I will actually probably see more of inclusion between the children regarding trying to help each other to, to solve problems, work together uh, in a way that feels like you are fulfilling the class task under the lead of the teacher. Maybe in closing remarks, with a few more minutes, is there anything yes, you want I, to... Yes, uh, I, I believe that we have to, to, to make a, a statement for, for the, the after-COVID era mm. we live now, that in Greece uh, the schools was closed, were closed, and we teach from, uh, from, from long distance, okay? Uh, what we what we see is one year after this uh, state is that the children has uh, some new attitudes mm. in in school. So we have to work to reject them, and I believe that the, the collaborative work is the only solution. Mm. And I think that we actually, as school leaders, we have to have the focus on engagement and well-being for every student and it's a matter of actually trying to bring back this social environment that they have <coughs> lost during the pandemic and, and the teacher and the school leaders co uh, cooperation within the schools and cooperation with the parents are very important that if we shall uh, succeed and as we you yes. started on on your yes. one point yes perfect then we end with the start gentlemen thank you both for your time. Is there well, any place you. where people can find you online, website, LinkedIn, email, something you want to uh, share? My mail is vaskotoulas at sch.gr or vascotoulas at sch.gr. 
And put it is, in the show notes also for yeah, people. And the easiest way for uh, for contacting me is through our webpage, which is skolelederforbundet.no. Sounds so easy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you can visit esha.org slash headstart for more information on the research cards and the guests of this episode. This podcast was an Esha production. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.